Hey, I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Today, we have an awesome message entitled, This is not the same old, same old, hashtag new season. Come on in, and let's, let's get into what God is saying for us at this time. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to another Sunday here. Today is September the 6th. 2020, I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship, and we welcome you in to this place. Listen, God has something um, really exciting for us today, so stay tuned. If, if you know someone who, who needs to be a part of this, please give them a call. Say, hey, uh, pastor's on right now. Let's go send a text message. Say, come on in. It's time for church, and God will meet you right where you are. You are faithful. You are all that. And we appreciate the Lord God this morning. Hey, everyone that's out there, please, let's do what we always do. Let's take the time and just say hello to everyone that's in the forum. So if you're in Facebook, please say hello to everyone else that's inside. If you are on Instagram, please say hello to each other. That's right. Talk to each other. There's nothing like being able to uh, come together, congregate, have a meeting, even if it's virtual. Glory to God. This is an awesome day, and we're going to have a good time today in the Lord. You know, uh, today I want to uh, get into a, a subject here. Um, tell you what, let's do this. Turn with me into the book of Luke. Luke the fifth chapter, and we're going to begin around verse 27. Luke 5, starting at verse 27. That's right. Hello, hello. Come on in. Come on in. It's good to see everyone. Yes. How you doing? There we go. Luke, uh, verse uh, chapter 5, verse starting at verse 27. And it reads, After these things, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. So he left all, rose up, and followed him. Then Levi gave him a great feast in his own house. And there were a great number of tax collectors and others who sat down with him. And their scribes and their Pharisees complained against his disciples, saying, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered and said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then they said to him, Why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers, and likewise those of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink. And he said to them, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, No one puts a piece from a new garment on an old one. Otherwise, the new makes a tear, and also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old. 
and no one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the wineskin and be spilled, and the wineskins will be ruined. But the new wine must be put into new wineskins, and both are preserved. And no one, having drunk old wine, immediately desires new, for he says, the old is better. Glory to God. I just want to give this message a title that says, this is not the same old, same old. Hashtag new season. Listen, um, this is very, how do I say this? This year that we've seen so far, the year 2020, has not been the same as we know it. Everybody, every man, every woman, every child have experienced something that we're not used to experiencing. I mentioned to you last week the conversation I had with my son uh, talking about how this year has now almost come to an end. And my son let me know that, yes, and we spent most of this year inside the house. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. And so this is an unusual piece for most of us. Yeah, some of us have still been able to go to work. Some have not been able to go to work. Some have been working, but from home. Some have been looking for jobs during this. Uh, uh, some have lost jobs. Jobs have closed. Um, uh, there's been a lot of different things that have taken place this year that is not like what we know from old. Glory to God. But we see that there is something that's happening. Glory to God. Let me let me give you a, 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 another illustration. Um, here we have, we are entering into the fall season. We are exiting the, the summer season and we're entering into the fall season. Well, how do you know? The trees are starting to look a little different now. Glory to God. It's warm during the day, but it's very pleasant in the evening and in the early morning. That signifies a changing of the season. One of the things about the, the changing of the season, the things that we wear in one season, we can't wear in the next season. Glory to God. I can fit my shorts, but wearing my shorts in December would not bode well for me because there's a mismatch that's taking place. My clothing don't match the season. In fact, I'll give you a funny one. Um, in a few short weeks, um, you, you won't be able to wear white shoes, glory to God, because you'll be out of that summer season of wearing the white shoes. Like, what? What do you mean wearing white They still do that? Okay, yeah, they still do that. So we're entering into a change, a new phase, something that's happening. And no matter how much we want to cling to how uh, the summer months are, how much we want to stay in that nice balmy weather, we have to change. It's a force of a change because we need to be able to match what's coming. Well, here we see in the scriptures that the same thing was coming about. Um, the scripture tells us that we, we see Jesus in the house of Levi relaxing uh, after a banquet or a feast that Levi had given uh, for Jesus. 
See, this is a, a big thing. Why? Because here you have the King of Kings, Jesus, having a meal at the house of Levi. And what makes this thing so huge is that Levi is a tax collector. And a tax collector was the enemy of the people. The tax collector uh, collected the taxes uh, uh, for the government, but he also collected taxes for himself. So he did a legal thing for by collecting taxes from the government, and then he did something illegal by taking taxes for himself from the people. So here you have Jesus, a good man, having dinner with or having a party at the house of Levi, whom we would consider a bad man. But before we had the dinner, something happened to Levi. The scripture says that as Jesus was going by, he stopped in the tax office and he spoke to Levi. And he said something to Levi that changed his life. He spoke to Levi and he said, follow me. The scripture says that immediately Levi got up, left everything behind. Let's stop there for a second because this is, is significant. See, when God comes in, all those things that we have known before changes. Glory to God. Levi's life was changed instantly. But see, I like how the scripture continues here because even though Levi's life changed, the things associated with Levi did not change. The people associated with Levi did not change. Let's go a little bit further. The scripture says that Levi gave a feast in the honor of Jesus. Glory to God. And Jesus and his disciples are there in Levi's house. This is very important because, see, when you invite someone into your home, see, there has to be a, a receiving of the invitation. The Bible lets us know that Jesus received the invitation of Levi. Now, Levi was considered to be a bad man. Levi was considered to be a man of low scruples or a man of low morals. But here we see Jesus and his disciples sitting with Levi. And here comes the, 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 the best part. See, whenever we give a, a party, we invite the people that we know. Levi had just had an experience with Jesus, and he wanted to share that with everybody he knew. But because Levi's a tax collector, who did he know? He knew a bunch of other tax collectors. Glory to God. Somebody say more enemies. So there were more enemies that were there at this party. The Bible says that it was almost a virtual who's who, red carpet event, glory to God. And now we see that Jesus is there in the house with Levi and other tax collectors. And now there's something else. That, there were some other people who were invited. The scriptures let us know that the scribes and the Pharisees were also there as well as John's, and this is John the Baptist, uh, disciples. So you have all of these people that are there, a virtual who's who that's in the house. And some things begin to happen here. Uh, uh, see, this is where it starts to get a, a little funny. Around verse 30, 
um, we, we see that the scribes and Pharisees are asking questions. And they say, why do you eat and drink with uh, the tax collectors and sinners? But I see, I like what happened here because as they, they were speaking to Jesus' disciples, um, but Jesus overheard the conversation. And when he overheard the conversation, he answered them and he said this to them. He said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, hallelujah. Now, this is the part that's important. Um, he's letting you know that, listen, I understand you and all of your healthiness, um, but you don't believe that um, uh, these people are worthy of redemption. There is not a person that's walking this earth that Jesus does not believe is redeemable, glory to God. And he and he tells them specifically, listen, I didn't come for that who was already righteous. I came for those who were not righteous. I, I didn't come for all of you who are well. I came for those who are not well, glory to God. He said, well, wait a minute, Jesus. I have some issues. I'm, I've been saved for a while, but I have some issues here going on myself. And I like the, the, um, the, the differentiation that Jesus uh, made here. It's like, those of you who are well have no need of a physician. Let's take that apart for a second. In other words, you know where to go. You know how to get healing. You know how to receive encouragement. You know where to get what you need. But those who are sick do not know how to find that type of access. Do not know how to find that type of health care. Do not know how to get that type of aid that is needed. But that's who I've come for. Glory to God. And he goes a little bit further. He says that, listen, um, I, I did not come to call the righteous, but to sinners to repentance. Listen, you who are righteous know how to repent already. Glory to God. And thus, that's where we see the relationship that forms between Levi and Jesus. The scripture says he came in and he said these words to Levi. He said, follow me. Glory to God. And immediately that thing that was ill, that thing that was broken, that thing that was hurting on the inside of Levi connected with the healer, yes. connected with that great physician, connected with God. And from that moment on, Levi's life was changed. Yes. But see, there was something going on there because the, the people didn't want uh, 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 Levi's issues uh, to, to, to be cleaned up. They didn't want Levi's issues to be done away with. In other words, listen, God, he's done some bad things. And because he's done some bad things, he ought to be uh, 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 excluded uh, uh, from this thing. He ought to be uh, not being be, be given access to you because he's a bad person, because he's done bad things. But I like the answer that Jesus says, like, I didn't come for that which is already well. I came for that which is ailing. I came for that which is broken. And that represented Levi. Hallelujah. See, sometimes we don't give people a, a, a fair shake because, see, I know where you came from. But guess what? Just like Levi had a past, glory to God, so does Pastor Tony, glory to God. So does Brother Spoon. So does Sister Fort. And because of that, God gave us a way 
back to him. Glory to God. He didn't leave us right where we were. Yes, I, I, I might have talked about a few people. Yes, I, I didn't always say the right things. I didn't always do the right things. I stole. I, 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 I robbed from people. But God said, listen, I can use that. I can use that same energy that you had for evil and, and, and use it for good. Glory to God. God did not leave Levi in that same place, but rather he was able to work with what he had. Glory to God. Well, see, and how about this? I, I like how the, um, the the scripture says that the, the, the Pharisees came to Jesus asking questions. But see, they didn't want answers to those questions. They just wanted to put the business out there. Have you ever heard, have you ever had people come to you and they, they will ask a question, but they really don't want to know the answer. They just want to put business out there. Glory to God. But see, this is the same thing. This is the same reason what Jesus said, this is what I came for. I came to, to fix that. I, I didn't come to, to, to blow somebody else up because they're blowing somebody else up. I came to fix that. I came to heal that. I came to show another, uh, uh, another way. Uh, I came to give something that wasn't there. I came to give something else in replace of this. God has everything that we need, and he's just waiting for us to say, yes, I will follow. Let me go back to, 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 to where we're going here. Even though Jesus, knowing the motivation behind uh, these questions or, or this attack, answered them in parables. What is a parable? A parable is God taking things that we can't understand and using it to explain things in a way that we can understand it. Because see, the reason why the Pharisees used the topic of fasting, and let me go back to there. Um, after Jesus had answered the, the question um, for them as to why he's eating and drinking with uh, 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 these, these sinners, um, they asked another question. And this part was really funny. They said, well, listen, um, you see, John's disciples um, fast and they pray, but your disciples do not fast and pray. See, what they were trying to do was trying to show there was a disconnection between Jesus and his disciples and what the others who were considered to be uh, uh, spiritual or, or, or uh, religious were doing. Yes. See, those those that they were referring to were following that of the law, glory to God. But see, Jesus represented the New Testament, and he said this, and he answered them. He said, listen, um, there's going to come a time where these who are with me will fast and pray, but this is not the time. In other words, he had, he had said before that, he's like, listen, the season uh, for them um, he, and he said it in the form of the, he told the parable of the bridegroom that um, they would not have to fast because the bridegroom is with them, but there will be a season that will come when the bridegroom will, will no longer be with them. That is the season that they will have to fast and pray. See, the bridegroom represented him. Glory to God. He said, listen, they're already with me. So they don't, they don't have a need to fast and pray. But there's a season that's coming that they will need to fast and pray. See, but this is the part that's important. 
Jesus could have just uh, uh, tore them apart. He could have ripped them a new one, glory to God, um, just with his words. But he didn't do that. He gave them, hallelujah, an answer. And the answer was filled with information and instruction. Glory to God. See, God does things not in the way that we want him to, but in the way that he has already designed. Glory to God. God does not, hallelujah, embarrass. God does not provoke. God does not make uh, uh, mean things happen. Or God does not create situations of embarrassment. But rather, he is always he, uh, a shielding. He is always protecting. Uh, glory to God. Man desires to embarrass. Hallelujah. But God desires to do the complete opposite. Hallelujah. He draws us. With his loving kindness. Hallelujah. And yes, he is fully aware of everything that you have said and done. But yet he still stands there saying, come on, baby, I got you. Glory to God. Unlike man, it's like, well, wait, no, no, no. She can't come in here. Do you know what she did? Do you know what she was doing just seconds before this? God's like, I know all of that. I know not only what she was done a few seconds ago, but I know exactly what you're thinking right now. And just like I still stand here with my arms open wide for her, I stand here the same for you. God is just waiting for us, hallelujah, to, to just say yes. And when we say yes, he says, come on, follow me. Let's get back to what we're saying when you have been called to do something new, hallelujah, watch this. The reason why the Pharisees used the topic of fasting to compare John's disciples versus Jesus' disciples is Jesus' disciples were doing and saying some new things, hallelujah, that went against the traditions of men. And because of that, we recognize now that when you have been called to do something new, or I'm talking about something that is uh, uh, cutting edge, you will receive opposition from your left and from your right. And see, this is the part that's important. 2020 has, has shown us all that everything that we once knew is not the same. But at the same time, it also let us know that there is now much opportunity available for you. Some of you who have been waiting for opportunity this is your season uh, 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 to, to get your, your idea out there. This is your season to open up that business. This is your season to, to, to write that book. All of those things now that we, we're looking at 2020 has been as being an awful year. Oh, I can't wait for this year to end. Uh, this year has been this. This year has been that. But guess what? This has been the, this, the year of opportunity. And uh, while you were yet sitting in that house for four or five months or however long it was, that was the time that things were being planted on the inside of you. That was the time that things were being awakened in you. It doesn't matter how old you are. You might have already been retired, but there is some new thoughts and some new ideas that has been generated inside of you. Uh, you might have been just, you might have just graduated. There is some new things that's on the inside of you. And if you trust God, he's going to navigate you through this new season of opportunity. Yes, you might have already, like I said, retired from a job, but there's a new thought and a new idea that you're going to give birth to. Hallelujah. 
But if you're not afraid, and this is the part that's important, if you're not afraid, but you're trusting in God, God is going to see you through. Glory to God. God is going to open up this opportunity sense for you so that you can do something that you've never done before. See, the old season wasn't able to hold you. But this new season is going to be able to open up doors that no one has been through because it's brand new. Glory to God. There won't be a reference point. You will be the reference point because it's never been done. You have to trust God. You won't be able to trust man because one thing when you're when you hallelujah, when you're doing something that's new, uh, people who are still doing the old thing will talk about you. And the hard part about it is that you become afraid because you look at them as being the uh, the senior thinkers yes. in this area. Or you, you look at them as being uh, ones that would have more knowledge or wisdom in this area. Yes. But you're doing something new. It's never been done. And yes. because it's never been done, you're now going to be the encyclopedia. What's that? Okay, you're going to be the Google. You're going to be that new thing. You're going to be able to write the references. You're going, to, you're going to be able to open up the door. You're going to open up the new chapter for these things. Glory to God. See, God is trying to get some things back um, to you that you didn't have before. Um, see, let, let's go a, a little bit further here. Um, we, we see that something else um, happens um, in, in the scriptures. He says, no one sews a piece of shrunk cloth on an old garment or else the new piece pulls away from the old and the tear is made worse. You are a new piece of garment. Glory to God. You can't take what you have and try to attach it to that which is old because it won't it won't work. It won't fit. You have to hallelujah be willing to stand out there with the Lord. Notice how I said with the Lord because Anytime we try to go in front of him, glory to God, we are doomed to fail. Mm -hmm. But when you go with him, hallelujah, success is standing right beside you. Hallelujah. Success is with you at all times. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine busts the wineskins and the wine is spilled and the wineskin is ruined. Hallelujah. And this is the part that's important. Because um, the scripture goes on to say, and no one at first desires new wine because they will say that the old wine is better. I want you to hold on to this one because I'm going to give you a, an example of this. Uh, in most of our families, glory to God, uh, think about all, all, all your relatives real quick. Okay, you got it. In most of our families, when it comes time of music, the older ones will say, oh, that's not music. The music that I grew up with is better because it's old. In fact, we call it the oldies, glory to God. And see, one thing about uh, those folks of the older generation, they can't get down with the new music because it's not the same. Well, it works the same way in the church, glory to God. The older saints can't get down with the new music because they like the old music. Some would say, well, nobody sings in choirs anymore. They just got these ensembles. Well, I remember when we used to sing songs like this. See, it's the same thing because uh, when Jesus says, no one desires new wine at first. Hallelujah. You are the at first. The at first is in you. 
But there's something that happens that that new wine becomes desirable at an appointed time. Yeah. So don't worry about people not reaching out for you. Don't worry about uh, people not saying that you're, you're doing something good. God will provide all the encouragement you need. Yeah. And he will put people in your path that will help grow you. And he will put people with you that will help strengthen and encourage you. But you have to go. You can't look to the old to say, yes, yes, this is a good thing. But at, a, at the appointed hour, here it comes, at the appointed hour, they will say, I like that. They will, they will say, I want that. They will say, this is a good thing, but you can't wait for it. You have to keep going because God is trying to put something in us. So we're going to stop cursing 2020 right now. We're going to stop cursing it because up until this point, sometimes uh, we've done it and we didn't know we were doing it because 2020 is actually birthing uh, that that new season for you. 2020 has has seeded or has planted seed inside of you for, for generations to come. If you're not careful, you're going to curse it and miss your season. Glory to God. And God is trying to, to put something in us. You know, I was struggling with this message. I'm like, oh, God, I should have preached this last week. Or I should have preached this the, uh, the week before that. But it was like, no, this is the time. This is the time. If, you, if your language has been cursing of 2020, meaning I can't wait for this thing to be, to be over. This has been a horrible year. This has just been a year of ups and downs. I can't believe some of the things that's happened. Glory to God. That's cursing. We're not going to curse this, this season any longer. But instead, we are going to anticipate what God is going to open up that's new. What God is going to open, bring forth that is refreshing. What God is going to do for you. Don't be afraid of what you don't have. Don't be afraid of what you can't see. Trust God. Hallelujah. And when you trust God, everything that you commit to him, he will do. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop right here because I'm going to be able to tackle something else related to this next week. But remember something um, as, as we go forward. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. Remember something as you're going forward. Negative people will affect your atmosphere and will delay your arrival into your destiny by doing one thing, planting seeds of doubt. If you are impregnated with an idea, if you are given something that is, is fresh, negative people Will, will plant a seed of doubt right beside that. And because it's new, because it's, it's, it's never been done, um, you are, you're kind of apprehensive. You're like, ah, I don't know if I should try it. Uh, you don't know. I've been working at this same place for, for a long time. Uh, listen, pastor's not telling you to go quit your job. That's not what I'm saying. But whatever it is that God has given you, trust him. And trust him to put people alongside you that will encourage you wherever you step. Hallelujah. The other thing, while you're doing this, that's, that's, these things are, are, are not working. Negative people, there it is. Negative people will also uh, uh, steal from you. Negative people will, will steal from you. In other words, 
They will listen to you and tell you how your idea is not going to work. But at the same time, they are siphoning, there it is, your ideas. They are siphoning your, uh, 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 your energy to, to do something that's new by creating that, that doubt. And this is the part that's, that's important. You have to watch what you're, who you're sharing uh, your thoughts with. Because remember, um, the enemy will, will want to rob you of where God wants to take you. I'll say it again. The enemy will want to rob you of where God is trying to take you. Because where you're going, you're, you're part of generational change. Glory to God. Most of you come from, uh, you are children or products of things that are greater than what your parents had. Um, and that, that's not because you were able to do something that was, was good. It's because God has blessed you um, to, to be greater, to, to do greater. The enemy will want to pull that back from you. Why do you think this nation and this world is in such a turmoil? Neighbor fighting neighbor. Business fighting business. The enemy is not liking where God is taking this, this world, this nation. And he has to create those seeds of doubt. So remember, watch who you're talking to. Don't let negative people uh, uh, pull back what God is trying to give you. Nah, don't say that. Nah, I'll say that for next week. I'll say this for next week. Listen, beloved. I am very excited about what's coming forward. Um, I have just entered into a, a season myself, um, a new phase in, in my own uh, uh, professional career. Um, I'm doing things I didn't do before. I definitely didn't do these things two years ago. But I believe God. Yes. And, and sometimes these things will require sacrifices. Um, there will be some sacrifices for you. You won't be able to, to, to go places because you're in a season of focus now where you're, you're researching or, or you're writing or you're, or you're typing or you're actually doing the work to open up the business. Glory to God. There are some businesses that won't come back um, after 2020. Um, and, and let's be honest, that's because God has opened up that pathway now for you. Um, we don't want to miss this opportunity. We don't want to miss what God is doing for us. Um, because God is opening up this change for you. Amen. Um, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you are doing. Now, Lord God, we know that it's not the same old, same old, but Father, we are in a new a time and a new season for change. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that just like you gave us the example of the tax collector Levi, glory to God, how he heard you and he got up and left all that was behind and follow you. Lord God, I thank you for this time of newness. I thank you for this new season, this time of opportunity, Lord God. So, Father, we, we praise you, and we thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing. Now, Father, for all those who are within the sound of my voice, Father, Father, I thank you for blessing each household that's there. Father, heal. Father, you see where relationships are broken. 
Father, you see where uh, 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 people are struggling, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Father, for, for, for bringing things together again. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for healing every financial hardship, every financial woe, Lord God. Father, I thank you for doing the miraculous in your people, Lord God. Now, Father, for those who have um, ailments in their bodies, Lord, Father, heal in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for, for, for turning disease around. I thank you, Lord God, for healing the body as well as the mind, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, you still do miracles, and I thank you in advance for doing what only you can do, Lord God. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You do all things well, Father. So we believe you right now for doing, Father, those things that we need in the name of Jesus, Father. Open up opportunities, Father, for those who are searching, Lord God. Open up doors, Father, windows, Father. Father, I thank you for um, careers, Lord God. Not just jobs, but careers, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Father, for, for, for continually sustaining your people, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, I know, Lord God, that you have a plan and a purpose for all of us. And we yes. believe you right now to do what you said you were going to do. Now, Lord God, we trust you. We believe you. And we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I hope that this message has, has done exactly what the Lord has intended for you. God is still here. He is still on the throne. And he, pandemics are nothing to him. Global confusion is nothing for him. All we have to do is trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. God bless you. It's offering time. Uh, we invite you to um, uh, uh, send your, your tithe and your offering. Um, you, can, you can send it to the, to the church here. Uh, that is uh, dollar sign impact fellowship. Yep, that's right. That's right. Um, you, can, you can do all things uh, uh, financially here. Um, your offering, your, your tithe. And, and, and listen, folks, um, it is very important that we get connected to you. Um, if you want to be a part of this ministry, I'm asking you to reach out to us. Reach out to us. You can, you can reach me um, at, at Impact Fellowship um, right here. I'm, we're going to put this up on the screen. Um, send me your name. Send me... Um, your information. Let us get in contact with you because now we're at the point where not only are, we're, are we still um, growing the campus ministry, but there's enough people who've been attending with us regularly um, that we want to be able to create or further enhance um, this experience, this church experience. Glory to God. So, um, we, again, invite you to get in contact with us and let us know that you would like to be a part of this ministry so that we can have a conversation, a one-on-one -on -one conversation, and so that we can go forward 
um, together. Okay? All right, listen, it's been great um, uh, spending this time with you, spending this Sunday with you. Be safe. Remember, we're still in the, the pandemic. So um, the, the government has put out this information um, concerning uh, these large gatherings. Um, we still have to be safe. We still have to be smart. Um, large gatherings is not for everybody. It's not for the people. Um, you have to be safe. You have to be smart. You've got to wear a mask. Um, you've got to social distance. These things are going to be important for your health and the health of the people that you care about. I understand tomorrow is Labor Day. And, you know, you don't understand, you know, we always have this Labor Day uh, cookout. I understand that. And at this point, next year it will be a great time uh, for that, that Labor Day uh, 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 picnic. Next year will be that great time to, to, to go hang out um, at the beach. This is not that season. The problem is, is that because this, this virus, this thing is still out there, um, if, we, if we put ourselves in that situation, all we're going to do is open the door. There it is. Open the door for others that we love to come in contact with this disease. So, again, we got to be smart. We have to be smart. We have to use wisdom um, in dealing with this holiday weekend. God bless you, and I look forward to hearing from you in Jesus' name. We'll see you later. Wow, I hope you enjoyed that message. Listen, God is opening up an, another season for us, and we want to be able to take advantage of what he is saying. Listen, all we have to do is trust God, believe him, and watch him do what he said he was going to do. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy.